0: Hey there, and welcome back to Positive Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We're your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, we got a little bit of albums that came out again. This week has been really scarce, and the next weeks to come are looking at just as scarce, if not more. So that's that's a little concerning. Um, a bit. And then we got albums that we brought, you know, another consistent thing we always love to do on the show. And we have a guest again this week, so we have Ryan here with us. So Ryan is uh, my roommate here at college. So Ryan, why don't you talk, to your, talk about yourself a little bit?
1: Great, guys. Thanks yeah, Ryan, talk like... about yourself a little
0: bit, would you? <laughs> yeah. you say like... Okay.
1: I'm super excited to be here. Uh, talk about some music, you guys. Uh, so like Matt said. Me I'm too. One of his, one of his roommates. Uh, I'm a senior at St. John's. Um, I can say I've probably been in music ever since I was about six is when I started to sing. Um, and then I took some piano lessons. I was in band. I played the trumpet. Um, and then, uh, went back to choir in, um, high school later on. Um, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's why
2: you got the albums that you
1: picked. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. I think that'll come into play later. He also, uh, he also
0: I, plays guitar a lot. too. I also
1: play guitar and I brought a drum set during quarantine and I've been te- teaching myself. I play the drums as well. Uh, are some instruments that I like to play, but no, I'm super excited to be here and uh, not I for the play
2: rest play. of the roommates, but fun. Yeah, uh, fun he fun didn't
0: fun bring his drum set here. His drum oh, oh, okay, okay. All right, He, all right, he
2: has his keyboard and his guitar
0: here. and his ukulele, oh, Okay, so yeah, I
1: play a little bit of the keyboard too, you know. Yeah, there you, you go, you can't complain.
0: So, yeah, it's, I'm really happy to have Ryan here. He brought some interesting albums that we're not used to talking about on the show, <laughs> yeah, I'll say the least.
2: Uh, yeah, but by, by the end of this, he's going to be Eddie Van Gallagher
0: <laughs> <laughs> shredding on the guitar. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Shredding on the ukulele.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so,
0: so, talking about the albums that came out this week, I was the only one that listened to albums because there was absolutely nothing out there. There's crap out there. What are you talking and, about? Nothing. It was crap. Yeah, it, it was bad. I looked at it, it and is. it looked terrible. The only one I even recognized from the Billboard list was the BTS album. Yes. Which, oh, uh. It was good. It's, <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? <laughs> oh, BTS is no. I like BTS. No. Of the eight songs, I liked four of them. Being dynamite being the best one, but that's their most popular Barely. one by far. Uh 437 million plays. But Life Goes On is getting really big off this album, and that's the other big one. Um, but the the funness to it, the group's cohesion, it just sounds and flows great. If you're looking for a K-pop band and you've never listened to K pop, you have to go to BTS. They're oh, yeah. they're the number one band. You gotta love your classic boy band. You gotta.
2: They're, they're they have at 53rd. We're sitting at 53rd in the world right now for listeners. Uh, um, by the way, I didn't see a classic boy band on your list there.
1: Uh, oh, ooh. yeah, that's them. I don't know if that's a dig, but yeah, that's all right. Well, there's going to be a few of them. Don't worry. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting some.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's, I'm ready to. I'm. I'm hoping he dishes it back a little bit for your album, but well, he anyways, will because I expected him to. Anyways, uh, <laughs> BTS, life goes on. Fly to my room. Telepath- telepathy jeez i can't speak and dynamite those are the big ones on the album jeff if you want to play some dynamite that's the classic there you go and that, the interesting about that is that is that the is only... Dynamite
2: by BTS, man. That is
0: the only BTS song that is fully in English. Because they are a Korean pop group, right? right. And only one of them speaks English fluently. So that's the really cool thing about it.
2: Wow, well, they have to share the singing rights. So I suppose that makes sense.
0: Yes, but that was the really the big one that pushed them into the American scene because it was all English.
2: Ah, okay. That makes yes. sense.
0: the next album that i listen to is a hyper pop artist by the name of glaive i believe that's his name i don't know how to pronounce it exactly but hyper pop very fun uh if you if you ever have heard of like 100 gex we've talked about them on the podcast before but that is the the feel to this hyper pop album and it's it's good there's a great flow to it there are some good songs the second half falls off hard with uh the five, tracks five six and seven with hey hi how you doing 2009 and pissed i don't think they're that good but i saw astra "D and touche are great it's a seven track ep 13 minutes it's very short it, yeah no
2: kidding For it averages tracks, less than 30.
0: two minutes a song
2: okay wow. what am, I playing? What am uh, I playing do you want do you want to play touche touche yeah touche touche or
1: not touche hang on <laughs>
2: All right, that's touche by whatever this name is called Glav- Glavie? Glave, Glavy, Glavey, Glave, glive, Glave, Glavey, glavy Glavey, gravy. Yeah. So
0: of of the releases, I had I had good thoughts about both of them. I think they were both above average. Really, but but it's just it's just the whole. There's nothing coming out right now, which kind of sucks.
2: Well, it's a time of year too. You know, we're getting close to Thanksgiving, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think. I think this, the ones that were going to be out for the year are probably out for the year, and then maybe we're going to have a break. Maybe we'll get another um, one after Thanksgiving where they that's maybe do a release longer. early yeah, early, early uh, uh, December to see if we get some Christmas purchases or whatever. I don't know. I
0: don't know either. But that's Who knows? We'll what we got. There yeah. wasn't much, but
2: nope. There you what go. I did
0: find, it was good. So now... Now I get a fun part because i'm I'm excited to see Ryan's full take on this, but <laughs> these, these are albums that we brought for each other. We always do this every week. but um, <laughs> Jeff finally hopped on the boat of challenging our guests and other people a little oh, bit because
2: uh, oh I felt so brought... bad. I felt so bad after <laughs> I saw Ryan's list. I actually <laughs> talked to Matt. I said, I might want to change this. He says, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. He you says, have to deal he with says, it. I want to see what cool. Ryan's going to do with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, cause, okay.
0: Because Ryan is a very soft, pop-loving guy. Right. And Jeff, if, you gave him toxicity by System of a Down.
2: I <laughs> don't think there is anything further outside oh, wow. of Ryan's wheelhouse than System of a Down.
1: That's that's 100% accurate.
2: <laughs> so we're going from a... Uh, okay, a K pop, um, soft pop person that yes, okay, and we throw them into what I would call is a new metal, uh, because they kind of came out at the end of the new metal era. No, this was coming out like mid early to- new metal, what 2001? No, 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 because no, no, no. Corn and then biscuit where yeah, but you throw Lincoln Park in New Metal as well. Well you can, but that's yeah. What do you mean you can? Oh, oh okay, my fine. Whatever. So <laughs> fine. Okay, so they're in the middle of they're the middle of uh new metal. How about that? Is that better? That works or, with me here. Okay, fine. So um, yeah, so this one was uh when this album came out, it was hands down different than everything else that was getting played at that time, and everybody uh, jumped on the bandwagon and ran with System of a Down. Um, it, uh, it's, a, it's a cool album, but it is definitely weird, chaotic, um, strange. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Okay, here, uh, there are some no good songs on it. System of a Down is currently sitting at 382nd in the world for monthly listeners,
2: which isn't terrible,
0: uh, 10.7 million monthly listeners.
2: Not bad. I mean, so there's 10.7 million idiots out there that like System of a Down.
0: And you, are you one of them?
2: I am I'm probably not one of their monthly listeners, but I do like <laughs> System of a Down. So uh
0: here, I could talk a little bit about it here cuz yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give the i will give the fresh take from <laughs> a guy who actually enjoyed the album. Because uh Chop Suey Toxicity and Aerials are the big 3 on the album. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, if you've ever listened to 93X or like had any any understanding of new metal, during this time period you'll hear these songs right Uh, chop suey pulling over 594 million plays
2: that's got it that is the strangest song mm -hmm. well the first the first song on the album is prison song Prison Song is very strange the way it it, uh well like I, i told matt this but i didn't tell ryan i said i said timmy this is this is the album i picked for ryan this week
0: so he's telling yeah. Timmy what we're playing and he plays them. The I, first I didn't,
2: song. I just, I just played him the first song. I didn't tell him what it was. And he <laughs> says, Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> Brian is going to absolutely hate that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, we're good. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> well. Yeah. So I enjoyed this other good songs on the album, prison song needles, jet pilot, yep. um, ATWA, I thought was a little bit of a sleeper, but yeah, those are the big songs that I enjoyed with it. Um, this is this is an album that I've heard before. This is an album that I will probably hear again. There's there's no chance I'm probably not going to come back to this because this is early two thousands metal and and it shines great. It
2: Which does.
0: It, it's a weird unless, thing you're, Ryan. unless, yeah, unless you're, you're Ryan unless
2: you're Ryan. <laughs> and and but everybody never, listens ever, to
0: everybody ever listens, ever to listens to stuff thing. different.
2: We, I know I know. Well, I mean, this is a little <laughs> outside of my my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is
0: a little stretching it for you because you're not <laughs> a heavy metal guy. You're no, you're normally I'm like not. a like a hair metal guy I'm
2: a hair metal guy uh 70s 80 rock guy you know that kind of thing so you know but I'm always looking for something new so this is uh this was kind of fun
0: all right right let's hear what you have to say about yeah, it. Let's hear I'm, it I'm kind of curious because I, yeah, I, I know you. Too, I knew because... you took
2: some notes on this
1: yeah I did take some notes um one thing I love about this podcast is you guys uh broaden your perspective and horizons for um, new music out there. And right. like Jeff said, this was probably new music for me. That was uh, definitely the first time I've heard of this album. Um, <laughs> and when Jeff did describe it as chaotic earlier, I will, I will. T- <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a little bit all over the place for me. Uh, but I did take out some notes for some of the highlights that I enjoyed from. Well, the you album. See,
2: Well, actually we have highlights, so that's a good thing.
1: It is a we'll good thing.
2: If we have a few highlights, haha.
1: Yeah, uh, I would say
2: away from the Justin Biebers that oh, we're going to talk geez, about later. Hey,
1: calm down.
0: Beef. Don't get too early out there,
2: huh?
0: <laughs> on, say, I'm, just, I'm
1: just
2: warning people what's to come. Oh, that's a good.
1: It's a good warning. Um, I'd say "Prison Song" as chaotic as it was, I said it was in my top three from the album. I would say I did thoroughly that's kind
2: played. of fun. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and then I also like "Deer Dance." Wow. Um, okay. And I thought science had a very interesting message to it, so I kind of, kind of vibe. Ah, so, I, so a
2: guy that actually listens to the words. I, like I do it. listen I, to the words.
0: I yes. like yes. it. I I'm like. If you could if you couldn't tell I by his music, you know
1: um overall i was a fan of the percussion uh but vocally as a singer myself it gave me a lot of anxiety uh, because <laughs> oh, I, I don't so, know how they were pulling you don't like serge tarticky whatever it, it was tarticky. it was a little out there for me it, it, i felt it, like someone was gonna hurt me but i think that's okay
2: that's supposed to be that's <laughs> so, the way it's supposed to be it's supposed to be exactly
1: right
0: ryan, ryan and a i were sitting metal. downstairs like maybe an hour ago and he goes so do you actually like this kind of stuff and i was like yeah it makes <laughs> me want to fight somebody or punch a wall Right. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's I told him. I told them it uh, made me feel like I was gonna get in a car crash. So uh, a <laughs> little,
2: little different vibe. Yeah. So, okay. No. I got. I got a side thing. So uh, Friday night. You know. Last night we can be out before this quarantine shit. Yeah. You know. And uh, so we all went. We went to a Mexican bar with with uh, Matt's sister Allie, uh, their friend Zach and Jessica. So the six of us went out, and uh, Damn, we went out to at this-
0: home. That hurts.
2: Uh, well, no, no, no. He he chose to stay at home. So oh. so him and his girlfriend stayed here. So we went out. We well, had a you time.
0: left him alone? Okay, we'll just talk about that later. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just keep going.
2: Do we want to go there, Matt?
0: Nope, keep going. Okay, All
2: right. So anyway, so we, we get a little tipsy. We come home. They decide to play phase 10. We keep drinking. You know, it's getting a little bit rowdy. And Jessica goes... Play System of a Down. She had no idea that we were going to talk about this album. Oh, no Really? Way. And she goes, play System of a Down. Didn't say the song. The first song to come out was Chop Suey. So, well, you know, that was... Song, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So then, you know, everybody's, yeah, wake up, put on a little makeup. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> you wanted to. Right. You to. <laughs> so we're all having a good time. So it was kind of funny that even they, being, okay, a couple of years older than you guys, again, know two? who System of a Down is.
1: Yeah. It's Ryan, weird.
2: Ryan's off in his little island out there. in Hey, it's sometimes, you know, he's got his little – The
1: NBA bubble. Yeah. The
0: NBA bubble, exactly. But, hey, you stay safe down there.
2: He's, you know, four out of his five albums definitely have a very – well, no, I should say similar vibe. Kind of, sort of, vibe. Yeah. We'll get into that a little little bit later. Yeah, his one is way out in left field, which
0: Uh, I was expecting that. no, I would assume it's the MJ.
1: MJ yeah. or the EP? No, the MJ one. That one's all. Yeah, okay. Now. I was gonna say. So he's okay. putting the other four in the in the bubble. Yeah, in, in his, yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so, so let's anyway. move on
1: here. Yeah. So that so was. Yeah. So I mean, that a was. was kind of a fun. Yep. 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 You
0: wanna, do you want to? Do you want to play a little bit of Chop Suey? We'll I mean, obviously. Chop Suey.
2: How long can I play?
0: Can we play the whole thing? No, I can't play. This. No, you can't play the whole thing. Just play wait, a little wait. bit of it. Wake up, wake up. Run, rush, put a little makeup. I just
2: up you you leave on the you to trust well that's a lot longer of chop Suey than we needed but that's Chop Suey by system of a down
0: yep so that's that's a fun album uh <laughs> violent as it may be but you know there, there's some good upsides and low sides also th- the bad songs in that album were not that great that th- that's oh, the problem with oh the yeah. album is there's really good songs.
1: And they're but really shitty songs. They're
2: so bad.
0: <laughs> they just, they're not good, some of those songs.
2: No, they're not. It's not a perfect album by any way. Oh, no. And I not. i will be one to admit to that one. There's not a perfect album. Is it one of my top 10? No. Is no it one sense. of my top 50? Probably not. Top 100? Maybe. But it's really borderline.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's just anyway, a fun album to be a little aggressive it just,
2: to. It is. It's just, it, it puts you in a different mood. Or if you're in a really crappy mood, it'll, Pound the hell out of you and make you in a better mood. At least it does to me, so I don't care. Yeah. All right. Moving on, we have
0: my album that I brought in, and it is, <sighs> it's it's a rap album <laughs> that that is not well known by um, by mainstream rap listeners, but I, I by have critics. To say that
2: this was a little better than I was expecting.
0: But by wow. critics, the four albums by Run the Jewels are some of the best received albums. From any this person.
2: album, if you were to take the first two, maybe three songs off this album, it would be pretty good. The okay. first three, or so, three songs suck.
0: So we're talking about "Run the Jewels 2 by Run the Jewels. Right. Uh, also, Run I wanna, I wanna point out some of the fun features. Okay. Uh, Zach de la Rocha, Jeff, Rage, do you know where he's from?
2: Rage Against the Machine. I already put it on Rage Against the Machine. Yep. I actually like that song.
0: And then the Travis Barker from Blink One Eighty yeah, Two. That,
2: that was okay though.
0: Yeah, but those are those are really interesting features to see in a rap album from you have the alternative rock Not really people.
2: because Zach De La Rocha is really uh, you know with, when he's singing for Rage he's half rapping anyway. This is more his genre than Rage. You know, he's in Rage more or less because of Morello and Morello's guitar playing is, you know, it'll take it'll take any rap song and put it into a rock song, so
0: fair enough. But like it's it's cool to see that there are some 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 well-known Oh, uh, yeah. Rock stars in, in the I mean, and they're L's not album.
2: getting that. I mean, they're not that heavily played. I think they're only over what two million.
0: Yeah, it's not much because this is a very under uh an unknown album or yeah, an unknown this, artist. this Came
2: out in 2014. So I mean yes. it, it's been out there a while.
0: Uh they're sitting at 2.5 million monthly listeners, there so it's go. not hey. too much.
2: Hey, I was paying attention.
0: But you have if you look at other albums, some fun ones, they have two chains on one, and then they have Pharrell and Zach De La Rocha again.
1: I did so, notice Pharrell on there. Yeah,
0: and then um, I I also want to bring up before I let you guys go their remix album of this album called Meow the Jewels, where each one has a a cat themed to it. Oh God. So so the uh, first song being Meow Purdy, uh, like oh, it is good hilariously job. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to point that out. I love that. But uh, yeah, Ryan, why don't you take this one first, Ryan?
1: Yeah, um, I did enjoy this album more than System of a Down. Uh, we can, <laughs> not we can start, surprising. We can start from there. Not a shocker, uh, but no, I will no agree with Jeff. I think that the first three songs were not needed. Um, right. But but once you get into the meat of the album, uh, you know, about All My Life, Fly, Cheat, and steal. I was really starting to vibe with it. Yep. Um, and I also kind of liked the uh, piano aspect of the Crown song. That was also good. Um, was kind of cool. I'd say overall the lyrics were um, pretty clever, and uh, the group itself seems to be a pretty good vibe for me. I'd say definitely a better vibe than system of a down, and I would maybe listen to some of it again. Oh <laughs> I'll take it
0: because I figured I'll push i i would I thought my thought process here was I was gonna push Ryan a little bit into a more lyrical rap group
1: absolutely and this yeah.
0: is this is a great starter for that.
1: I, I I would agree with that. I, I uh, would disagree with that.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Go ahead, Jeff. Talk it no, through.
2: I, I mean, okay. I mean, a couple good songs. I think you know, Ryan, you did touch on them. I like the, I like the uh, "Close Your Eyes" with Zach de la Rocha with Rage Against Machine. Um, I liked "All My Life." You hit that one. I I, I said the album gets better as I worked toward the end. Not bad. If they would have taken the first two or three songs out, it would have been a better album. And uh, I, I have a little note in here. It says, by the way, Matt, your mom says you should not be listening to this and you need to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> this is not she caught the... the end of the album. About the last three or four songs. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. What do you, mean? you don't like the last three or four songs? I'm just talking about the uh, female anatomy verses yeah, that they were talking yeah, about. A little, yeah, they, yeah that's It gets a, it gets a, a little, little aggressive down there. Little aggressive. A little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And, of course, your mom was like, she heard it upstairs. Uh, I was listening to you in the front room, and she heard it. She said, what are you listening to? I said, this is Matt's <laughs> album. I'm going to have a word with that boy.
1: Oh, boy. Well, if,
0: if you look on Pitchfork. It's up Thanksgiving. Yeah, serious. Yeah, right. Thank you for that. If you look on Pitchfork, this album got a 9 out of 10. Really, pitchfork Why? gave this a nine out of ten. The lowest score album that they have is Run the Jewels three, which has an eight point two.
2: I was gonna say was a system of a down. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they they are very critically acclaimed with their work. I'm sorry. What do you mean, sorry? I only gave it a three.
2: What like, so, I, I I no
0: okay. Well, at least it's better than some of the other rap albums that I've given you.
2: That's true. Uh, we we could go with the flume, uh, flume. Kanye West. Yep, Kanye oh, West. Like Kanye uh, West. Heard about like- Jeff's
1: take on Kanye West? Oh,
0: oh, I I always joke about it. It's how can you not like Kanye West?
2: Uh, you can't,
1: and I'm not <laughs> going to ever.
2: Okay,
0: fair enough. Do you guys? Which song do you guys want to play off this album here?
2: Uh, well, I I'd either do Close Your Eyes, but we both agreed on All My Life, so and do that we one. Probably, we should probably do that one.
1: What do you think, Ryan? I I'd agree with that. I think that's right. a good idea. <laughs> One time for the peel in the reaper man. It's the young black leader to the people, man. If you girl find nigga, my eater, man. I'm talking middle of the
2: mall like a Peter, man. A nigga sky high now, like Jesus, man. And no law, dude, reefer, so poem Got an anti-gravity and niggas, they flow. That nigga raw me, bitch, but bitch. Don't pop, 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 pop the tip the play old oh, me. There you go. All My Life by Run the Jewels. I'm they're, the- they're
0: a little experimental. I don't
1: know if you guys figured that out yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not, not at all. But the uh, the Mario sounds going on in there.
0: Yeah, not like that.
1: <laughs> no. All right, uh, now Ryan, you got to play that Flume one.
2: That's really great. I one, two, one. I have uh, is, Flumes. Hi, this is Flume. Hi, this is Flume. You have I play played that you that
0: before. Um, you know the the song that our apartment loves a lot is uh. Not hold on, Flume. let me pull it up. Uh, Ryan, you've heard it before. It is the uh, how to build a relationship with JPEG Mafia. Oh, oh yeah. Our Apartment loves that song. Yeah. Who sings that one? JPEG and Flume. by uh, Off of Hi, This is Flume.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you hear that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll
2: move on there. Okay.
0: All right, Ryan. Let's go to Ryan's favorite albums. Woo! Uh, so, so I figured okay. we should probably start it off with the easiest album to discuss for all three.
2: No, 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 no. We're going to let him decide which oh. ones he wants to discuss. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm ready. Because I'm ready. Because so... I have like two sheets of paper here. already. so so what we normally do is
0: we we bring a when we ever we bring a guest on we always love to have their albums brought on there as well so we can either
2: yay or nay them yeah
0: but and and we just want to talk about their favorite albums and it's always fun to see what they pick and for ryan i was expecting this exactly (laughs) uh i because you always hear ryan singing and he loves to sing and any song that he can sing about he loves the new oh by the way the new sean mendez justin bieber song has been monster ryan has been playing it like crazy he learned the guitar chords this morning and he's already been playing that so if that doesn't tell you what his music taste is i don't know what does (sighs) but yeah so what just pick any album you want to talk about first and just talk about what you enjoy about it then we'll move on Um, from there and why
2: you like it i you know that's what you enjoy about it that's what i said why no i don't Whatever.
1: Okay. Um, we're going to start with probably an easier one for you guys to talk about. <laughs> um, we're going to go with Thriller by Michael Jackson. Um, so I really didn't get into Michael Jackson until like right when he passed away um so that would have been like 2012 yeah something
0: like that early that. 2010s
1: um and i really got into him i remember uh i recreated the billy jean music video in my living room so i dressed up and i had like my mom record me where you know where he, like flips the coin in the cup for the homeless guy like i legit did that um <laughs> So I think there's like a lot of personal connection with this album. Obviously, Thriller. Uh, I just think it's a it's a masterpiece of a song. A lot of people think it's overrated, but I think the um, I don't know, I think with the lyrical aspect, as long with the music video, really just kind of drives it home. Um, I think Be starting something is a very underrated Michael Jackson song. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with it, but I do think that it's a stronger one on the album and I'm a huge fan of uh, PYT, uh, Pretty Young Thing. I Mm -hmm. think that that is a very, very good Michael Jackson song as well. Um, With Janet Jackson singing background as the vocals, I think that is a interesting piece that I don't think a lot of people are aware about. So overall, I'd say that, um, yeah, it's probably my favorite Michael Jackson album, just because of the Uh, personal connection. Uh, I remember I bought the 25th anniversary edition at Target with my mom uh, when I was really into it. Uh, But yeah, I just think that overall, uh, that would be why it's one of my top albums.
0: I I have a question for you. Do you have this video somewhere? Because I need to see it now.
1: I'm sure my mom has it somewhere and I could probably get it. Yes, when you go home for
0: Thanksgiving, please. I will I, I will see, see if
1: I can get my hands on it.
0: Oh my goodness. I can yeah. only imagine this. Like it, a, is, it is a quite 13 year old like, Ryan going through and doing this.
1: Oh my yeah, god. I think I pretty much lip synced the whole thing too. But oh, I wouldn't be surprised. What, what, what I think
2: is what I think is interesting is this album came out in nineteen eighty two. You weren't even a thought yet. It's true. <laughs> I was only 11 years old
1: when this came out. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts about this when it came out?
2: Oh, I was playing it all over the place. I mean, that was just the biggest thing that it was the biggest since sliced bread when this thing came out. So Absolutely. Uh, you sound so biggest thing since sliced bread. What the hell do you think I am? I'm not young. No, you, <laughs> hey, you're not 50 yet. I'm not yet. I'm not dead yet, right? You will be. Not yet. But it will be. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is actually one of my favorite Michael Jackson albums. Uh I am a huge fan of Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. I do like their music. I do like both their music. It is one genre that is my little softer side is these guys. Mm. So you kind of hit it the nail on the head on this one. I think this is an exception album, except for a couple songs. The weak songs being Baby Be Mine and The Lady in My Life.
1: Yeah, Lady
2: in My Life. Everything else. Everything else. Yeah. But everything else on this is radio worthy, uh, super hit worthy. um, You name it. It's a great album. You know, every album is going to have one or two that are going to be, eh. and mm-hmm. they, this this is no no different. But a great album, it's going to be a classic album. It's always in the top ten, top twenty. It's just it's going it, to be there. It, it, but it's just ironic that, it. but compared to your other ones, this is kind of like out in left field. You know, Absolutely. the other ones are running the bases, and this album is like somewhere stuck out in the middle of the outfield somewhere (laughs) i i would actually i would actually
0: disagree with you there jeff because if you look at his other albums they are attractive men during their time putting out their (laughs) quote-unquote best album
1: uh that is that's
2: your matter what are you going what are you going on here Uh, that's what all of them are they're they're
0: seen as attractive men during their time putting out their borderline best
2: album okay well all right fine but anyway so yeah i mean you know matt you and i have talked about thriller before Yeah, i mean it's just it's a great album again uh when i first saw the list i'm like okay that, that, and where the hell did michael jackson fit into this one <laughs> okay well it's, that's all right i i, I, I would assume it. it's
0: it's probably the same thing with me and pink floyd
2: well probably i, I had it, it's I think just I I that just thriller.
0: touches to heart
2: i think i played thriller last week on vinyl just because it's just one of those things that's I like to put it on when nobody else is in the house because nobody else likes it except for me. Mm. So it's one of those things I can put on when nobody's at home.
0: That's because that's because uh, Michelle, my mom, is a diehard Prince fan.
1: Oh boy! And, and when you, you love one, you it, can't be
2: super fan well, of the other. You, well, she's coming around because I think she's finding out that Michael Jackson wasn't a uh, a boy, uh, whatever it is they want. Boy, to toucher? Or, yeah, whatever. I think she's finding out that the, <laughs> a lot of that stuff was rumored and and n- maybe not true. So fair, but he
0: did lose most of his nose.
2: He did. I don't like know if that's
0: condition uh, or just plastic surgery, but anyways.
2: It was plastic surgery. Anyway, yeah. okay. Uh, moving on to that. I'll, what, I'll talk what, about it a little a, bit here. Alright, good. I haven't
0: talked about it yet. Give me a chance here.
2: Um, <laughs> you talk enough. We don't need to worry
0: about it. I know. I talk a lot. I'm going to sit back here as I do this. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is an iconic album. You go back and look at the 1980s. This could potentially be the best album from the 80s. And there is no surprise to it. Uh, want to be starting something like Ryan said, it is underrated, but yet it still has a great feel to it. It's got a good beat. Yeah, I didn't like This Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. I'm I'm just not a big fan of that song. I think it's just a little overrated a little bit, and Ooh. probably the only overrated song in this album. Thriller is fantastic, Beat It, Billy Jean. These are all songs that you'd recognize within first 10 seconds, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And Pretty Young Thing is again this, like Ryan, this is my favorite song on the album. I don't know why. But it, it's just the the I want to love you pretty young thing And you just you love that it's, yeah it's fun, yeah. it's enjoyable
2: and a bunch of goats just fainted after listening to that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like it's it's a good album. there's no denying that. this is uh, unfortunately this is probably my favorite on your album list as well. Matt,
2: Matt's singing
0: at his best. yes. <laughs> I, I can sing. I totally can. But yeah, this is this is a great album. I am very happy to be listening to it. You know, you can't go wrong with it. All right, All right. what what album? Do you what want are you going about to do next? Next,
1: okay, I can't I can't uh, skip over uh, my boy on this podcast. So let's go to Justin Bieber's Believe album. I'm very interested to hear Jeff's thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> but before he digs into it, I. I just want to say over all my thoughts on why this is one of my top albums. Um, I'd say that uh, out of all of his uh, albums that he's released, this is probably the most complete one, given that um, I don't think there's any bad songs on it. I think that Purpose obviously was more popular, but I do think there's a couple songs on there where I don't really vibe with. Um, but I do think that this one has more of a completeness to it. Um and it also has some pretty good features. Uh, Nicki Minaj was pretty popular back in the day. This is 2012. Yeah, um, hype train right there. Yep. Also had Drake, Big Sean, Ludacris. You can't have a Justin Bieber song without Ludacris rapping at some point, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, I like. Obviously, it's not sorry or what do you mean or love yourself. Why do you think that this was an overall better album than Purpose? Um, And I would love to hear Your guys' thoughts
0: I can go first Because I'll be a lot nicer I would assume here
2: Um, <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to be terrible But it, it, it's not my favorite But that's alright
0: uh, I was Like this This is Mid coming of age For Ryan and I We were probably 12, 13 When this song came out Or this yep. album came out And you At that time You love pop You love listening to What's hot And what's trendy And that's that was pop at the time Yeah And so Like songs like Boyfriend, All Around the World, As Long As You Love Me, uh, Beauty and a Beat. These are big songs that I could have recognized and known. Oh, yeah, this is Justin Bieber. No problem. And I'm not I'm not a big Justin Bieber fan. I, I, I don't go out of my way to listen to Justin. But with these songs, they are, I would say, almost iconic
2: in the early pop scene in the 2010s. You know, I have to change the subject, but we didn't play anything off a of thriller. Do we really need to even play anything off a of thriller? Nah, we don't. No, I'll just, I'll just right. add it to the playlist.
0: Yeah, thriller, thriller is legendary. If you don't know anything about thriller, come on.
2: Well, that's true. It's I would, out. I would agree. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: these, these songs are great. Um, the Drake song is kind of trash, but that's besides the fact. I don't think Drake put that much work into it, but like. Justin Bieber, love him or hate him. He is a massive pop star with a giant fan base and following. And I would argue for good reason. This album is good. It's not amazing, but it's something that I could listen to through and through again and not turn it off. Mm -hmm. This is a good album that I probably will come back to when I'm older and look back and say, oh, my goodness, Justin Bieber. You remember that kid? Jeez, he could sing. And you play this album. It's it's basically Justin Bieber is our Michael Jackson. If you think about it. No. Yes. Because they both had no. scandals. They both had problems, but they have been good in their career. And at one point, the peak of their genre, if not the best in the world. Quote unquote highest in the world.
2: Okay. So. Uh one of one of your other choices, Ryan, in this um, I think stole a lot of their tone and their musicality from this album. Oh,
0: I think I'd think okay okay. Yeah, but
2: so this one is a, a little more upbeat than that EP we're gonna talk about because I thought maybe we talk about the EP first, but that's okay. We'll talk about the EP second. Uh, the way that you love me which is one of the bigger songs on it is good die in your arms which is another song that stuck out um, i'm not a huge beaver fan i'm not gonna admit to it i'm not <laughs> i'm not a believer whatever they're called yeah they're believers however uh this is not too bad just not my favorite genre none of this stuff is my favorite so it's a little out of my comfort zone um i looked at my list and i i mean i knew Three out of the five I was going to be okay with. The one was the unknown, and then I had this one. So uh, I really feel that this genre is getting super crowded mm-hmm. and well overplayed. Mm. Uh, it's not terrible, just not great. All right, right. Do
0: you do you also agree
2: that Justin
0: Bieber could be the Michael Jackson of our generation?
1: Um, I would want to ask on like what your criteria would be. Are you basing that off of like? stupidity like life story not like life Catlin, story popularity
0: i think i think of like their rise to popularity the scandals that they've had and their continual success while being number one well, in here's the genre here's, uh, one here's in the, the
2: big difference with michael jackson he only he also brought the younger crowd but also the older crowd bieber, yeah, bieber, bieber attracts th-
0: the young girls right. and ryan apparently right <laughs> yeah <I'm the>
2: <laughs> i mean uh, you know that that's, is fair that's i will give you that. Th- that that is, the, is the big difference yes because you've got uh michael jackson that was i mean granted with the music videos back in the time i mean it was everywhere that th- thriller video MTV. was and everybody was trying to copy the dance moves and doing everything else you know when Bieber's like uh, just another little piece of little thing out there that um you know, he sings music and it's just, it's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I would compare him to an Aaron Carter, which would be Uh younger to Matt, which would probably be Aaron Carter was
0: my first concert. Don't say younger to me. me. I'm just
2: saying that Aaron Carter would be, (laughs) you know, uh, somebody that Justin maybe copied a little bit getting out to, uh, stardom. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the problem with your guys the stuff that you guys like, a lot of it is a copy of somebody else's previous and there's not there's not a whole lot of originality mm. in in some of this stuff. I mean,
0: uh, yes, I would argue yes and no. I think
2: but there's not. I mean, it's, it, you you put it on and they all sound the same. It's just like there's nothing you got a little bit of uh, electronical music playing in there and you maybe you throw a little guitar and then you got some guys singing, and they're and they're they're just doing just you know and throw a little bit of a a voice box behind it and that's you get justin bieber and it's just like
0: i guess i guess the thing that i would argue is that
2: uh, if you if you
0: listen to justin bieber's acoustics at all uh i don't know why i'm defending justin bieber here but i am but um from from ryan ryan loves justin bieber and he will play versions of acoustics of these and just him and a guitar his his voice is able to hold up very well.
2: Well, and that's very possible, but not when he's putting out these albums because he's trying to appease to his believers, whatever they are. If yeah, they I guess this thing. was
0: this was the peak of appealing to his audience for Justin
2: Bieber. Right. So but but I mean, for a
0: good reason, these were good songs and popular well, songs. He got it out there.
2: He did. And I didn't say it was terrible. I just
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, yeah. Uh,
2: okay. There, there there is a worse one. We're going to talk about that one maybe next, but Oh no. What?
1: How did you think? One
0: oh, is it okay? Yeah, okay. Well, Rye, what 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 do you want to talk about next? (laughs)
1: Um, how about the EP? How about we we go to the EP because Jeff wants to talk about the EP. Let's do that. He's very excited to talk about the EP. I am very
0: excited to talk about
2: the EP.
1: This EP, uh, definitely a very chill vibe, Um, and I'd say. I can understand based off of the album that I was given to by Jeff, why he will not be a fan of it. Um, I am a fan of Brent uh, by Jeremy Zucker. A couple songs are featured uh, with Chelsea Cutler. I'm a big fan of this. Um, Four uh, of the five have
2: Chelsea Cutler in there, by
1: the way. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Okay. Um, Not just a few. Call it down. Call it down there. I, I would say, um, Yeah, this EP uh, is very emotional and it's very, um, I don't know, I like to think of it as very kind of real and raw and that's why I'm a big fan of it. Um, I'd say my favorite song off of this EP would be Please, um, just because of the um, kind of the balance between uh Jeremy and Chelsea's voice in that song. Um and, and I would say that the last one Scared is probably uh, would be the underrated song from this EP, even though probably a lot of people don't know about it. Um yeah I'd say overall it's a very chill uh feels kind of vibe and that's why I'm a fan of it.
2: I Okay here's why I'm not a fan of oh,
1: it. Oh okay you go first I, I guess.
2: Yeah I'm gonna go first because <laughs> oh, so here we go. To me, this has got a John Bellion type of vibe and a reverb like Boney Ver, Boney Ver, whatever. Boney I got it.
0: So, so Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but every single week we somehow squeeze in uh, the artist Boney Ver somehow, and oh it's just the funniest thing because we did it once and ever since then we that's our like random running gag. Anyway, now. so I had, to, I had to get that in
2: there. Okay, so here's my issue with the, this artist and and other ones like him. You guys, they all sound the same. There's no there's no difference whether it's John Bellion or Jeremy Zucker, Boni Vare's got a little difference just because he plays around with his voice thing in Majiggy. Um because
0: he throws his voice like
2: right. But the problem is I don't know who I'm listening to anymore. I don't there's no separation. It's like in my my kind of groups, if you if you get a Bon Scott or you get a Brian Johnson of ACDC and they sing the first note, I know exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. These guys sing a note. Who the hell are these guys? Oh, Who man. is this guy? Is this John Abelian? Is this Jeremy Zucker? Is it Justin Bieber? All right,
0: Miemer? all right, I'm gonna take it... over here really quick. No,
2: no, no, no. I'm not done yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, I have to. I have to counter no. that really quick. Because, no, 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 you no. That sounds don't... ageist. It's uh, it's not. You can you can say that, but us listening to your stuff, we don't know their voices nearly as well, so we can't tell them apart. I I understand heavy metal and like uh hair metal, but I still can't tell half of them apart.
2: It doesn't. Yeah, but you. Uh... <laughs> But no, you, it's no, just what you no, grew up not. with But there, I, could, I could put my music and have five different lead singers and they would all sound different no matter if you knew what they are or not you put your five singers together they're all going to sound the same I don't care from, if you don't from, from this list though no not from this list I, 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 the I the can, I can, I can be match, be Jerry I can and match Justin. from this list but in general the stuff that matters. Are you saying
1: in general pop music in general as a whole? Pop music
2: in general as a whole. I could probably list about a dozen singers that sound very similar, and there's not much differentiality between them because of the fact that you can you've got all these pro tools that are using these voice synths and these voice corrections, they're all trying to correct themselves to be in that certain like in a certain tone, certain tier, somewhere like there, but there's not much variation to them. And they've all got, when you start playing around and tweaking with the electronic stuff, they're all tweaking with the electronics. So they all sound the same with the electronic sounds. And there's just not, there's not a raw vocal. Like you said, Bieber, you get them and you put them down to acoustic. You take all the machines away from him. He's a fantastic singer. But when you try to mm-hmm. you process them and you put them into something like this, it's crap because it's all the same. There's not a whole lot of variation. You yeah, know, maybe you get an upbeat song and yep, okay, there's your differentiation. But once they start singing, it's like, oh, back to the same. So, you know, that's the biggest thing for me. It's just, you know, similar references to similar artists using the same formula, not exploring other options and getting lost in, with the rest of the similar artists. These guys, this Jeremy Zucker has got a great voice. And that gal that was with him has got a great voice but they get lost because they get thrown into this machine that maybe it's their uh, record label. Maybe it's because of the processing or the, the, the producer on the album is trying to hit a certain genre. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of originality anymore. They're taking the Aaron Carter, the Justin Bieber uh, mm-hmm. recipe, throwing it together with their own voice and throwing it out there because the girls go crazy over it. And that's who's buying crap right now whatever i just it's just it's very it's very frustrating for me because i can't differentiate between an artist and i like to know you know once you I like learn to know them, who
0: it is i do that's your big thing is that's what you used to as a quit as a kid jeff used to uh he used to quiz me him and my mom both jeff and michelle used to quiz me anytime a song came on the radio they go all right matt who's this and they made sure that I knew who the artist was. And I think that's...
2: But the, the easier thing for me was because they all have a different sound. Mm-hmm. They all sounded different. They all had different tones of guitars. And it just... Electronic has made it too easy to sound the same.
0: Yeah. I get that, I guess. But yeah. I mean... Okay. So from my point of view, I, I love this. This is...
2: Yeah. It was just a mellow... Uh, mellow. It's a weird mellow...
0: It is, it is a soft pop-esque album. That, I don't even
2: know where to put this thing in a genre because it was so. It was like soft
0: pop. I would assume it would be soft pop, right? Am I wrong? It was wrong? like
2: okay, I'm, I'm sitting with my girlfriend on the couch, cuddling, listening to this because that's about all you could do.
0: Okay, we don't need to go. All right. Uh, anyways, um, Jeremy Zucker has an outstanding voice. Um, Chelsea Cutler, I think she plays into these songs uh, really good as well um Mm -hmm. you are good to me is the big track on the album and for good reason i think it stands out a lot uh please is good ryan was talking about please earlier i like that a lot and hello old friend i think is my favorite it's it's it really uh like ryan said the last two tracks uh hello old friend and scared kind of fly under the radar don't get as much play Mm -hmm. but i don't understand why i like both of them a lot this is... Because you
2: like artists like this, I do. This this is right in your wheelhouse.
0: Yes, this is a good it album. Really,
2: it really is. I mean, this is this couldn't have fit any better. This was the perfect norm for you. You could go above it, you can go below it, but this guy goes right in the middle of your your John.
0: Uh, All right. Before moving on, Jeff, how many monthly listeners do you think Jeremy Zucker has? More
2: than I think he should.
0: Okay, give a give a rough guess.
2: I, you know, I didn't look. I think he's got like 5 million, doesn't he? Uh, 13.3. And that's okay.
0: <laughs> he is sitting at 278th in the world.
2: Again, it's, it's another part of your generation that brings those artists up. And my generation gets lost because people like me don't stream as much as people like you.
0: Very much true.
2: So if, if we would have had streaming service back in my day, a lot more of my artists would be a lot higher.
0: Yeah, but, but they're it, not. it's... No, because right. there's things like vinyl that you have. That you don't have need a streaming service to use because you have it all on vinyl.
2: Red Randler's listen to it on vinyl.
0: Fair enough. All right. Uh we got two more albums here. And I think both of these are fantastic albums as well.
1: One better than the other.
0: All right, Ryan, which one do you want to talk about first?
1: Um how about we go with the other classic pop star currently that Jeff is probably going to just absolutely love uh, Ed Sheeran's Divide album. Um, I, I actually got the pleasure of seeing him perform this live. Um, he was at US Bank uh, I think it was two years ago um, and I did get to see him perform live and it was uh, a wonderful performance and fun fact Lob was actually his opener and that was before Love kind of blew up. Um, That's good. So I would say overall, I can see why Jeff would think that this is overplayed on the radio because I did kind of feel like when this came out, it was. Um, okay, one
0: song was destroyed.
1: I think, honestly, so I first heard Shape of You, and I thought like, oh, this is the good song. And then Castle on the Hill, I heard that, and it probably was overplayed on the radio a little bit. Um, but I do think like, Other songs that people probably don't know about, Happier, I think is a very good song from this album. Um, Supermarket Flowers is a very emotional song that I think should have been on the radio. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do really like Barcelona as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did enjoy, you know, the classics, you know, like Perfect and Castle on the Hill. Uh, But I would say that... um, other songs that I really enjoyed would have been Dive and then uh, What Do I Know? I thought that was kind of uh, kind of a good vibe as well. So mm-hmm. overall, I would say that this is my favorite Ed album. And when I saw it live, uh, it was good. Also, "Galway Girl was probably his best live song, in my opinion. Uh, and it was very good. So I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts here.
0: I'll take this one first. So um, Ed Sheeran has a string of fairly decent very much so radio loved albums you look at divide you look at x and then oh what's the other one plus so these these three are very strong in radio play as well as in songwriting as ed sheeran does write most of if not all of his lyrics and this album pays for it i guess in a great way Uh, castle on the hill granted it's good i don't think it deserved to be overplayed that much on the radio perfect is the song that was played a lot but for good reason um it's it's loving it's great shape of you got annoying unfortunately with with the radio play i did like it when it first came out but then it was just like come on uh galway girl that's a fantastic song ryan touched on it first what do i know i liked that a lot And coming towards the end, Nancy Mulligan, I thought was fun. It gave it a little, a little uh, British Isles vibe that I loved. And the Bibli B, yay, yay! I think that's a fun, that's, there's so much bounce to it that shouldn't be there, but it is there. And it is something that I come to regularly. Uh, So when I first started getting more in depth into music, I had all my friends write down some of their favorite artists. And I got Ryan's, and this was one of them. Ed Sheeran was one of them. So I listened to the whole discography of their artists. And I listened to this one maybe two years ago. And Biblia Yeah" still sticks with me to this day. I actually seek out that song sometimes. It is easily my favorite Ed Sheeran song, if not Lego House. But that's, you know, come on. Um, it, it's a classically great night. Oh. But this, this album got played a lot for good reason. The, the writing on it is spectacular. The producing on it is spectacular. There is, there is some lows to it. There's some sleeping songs around there that it's not as, as great as others. But this, in fact, is a great album that deserved the hype.
2: Okay.
0: Are you going to go now?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Are you done talking? What do you
0: mean? Am I done? Talk? I, I I feel like I wrapped it up perfectly when I said it deserves the hype. And then I was like, ready for you to go. And then you just sat there and I was like, all right.
2: Ryan, Ryan's like, oh, shit. Here we go, man.
1: Should I pray first or am I going to be OK?
2: You know, you you might be perfectly surprised. Um, mm. I said I said this album does not surprise me that the five of the top 10 played Ed Sheeran songs are from this album. It also mm-hmm. does not surprise me that he has over fifty million monthly listeners and seventh in the world, oh. by the way. Uh, Shape of You, Perfect, Galloway Girl, Happier, Supermarket Flowers are those top five. They are the best songs on the album. Uh, lots of airplay from this one, uh, from this album alone. Uh, but what I really liked was his ability to switch tempos from song to song, that were very much welcomed compared to your other two idiots. I mean, uh, don't artists. call them idiots. He's he's a bit more unique than Bieber or Zucker. You have to admit, because he brings in his own songwriting aspect. But that's what I'm looking for. I don't want somebody else playing somebody else's playbook. I want somebody to be a little bit on their own, and he does that. That's he's admirable for the the songwriting that he does. I would put him in. I hate to say this, but I'm going to put him in a category with Taylor Swift. Um, Although, Uh, no, uh, I would say they're
0: very comparable. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, they do their own writing they're about the same age uh they they have the lovey-dovey-feely songs but they can also you know hit, hit you with a punch here or there uh but overall this was a very enjoyable album what yeah wow so you actually liked it i yeah i didn't mind it yeah it I, I a think, lot better think than the uh... other the other two
1: I think Ed is one of those artists that really does kind of do his own style and he does his own thing. Uh, And especially when you see him live or I'm sure you've seen videos of him, he really was a big artist that does the whole loop thing with his guitar. And, you know, there's a lot of people that really enjoy that. And there's a lot of people that think, you know, it gets kind of old after a while. But I do think it's very impressive as a musician myself to kind of see someone be their one-man band i you know, think that's very impressive and
2: but that's that's kind of why i liked it it was different it was not yeah. it was not a jeremy zucker it wasn't a jester Bieber. it was it was ed sheeran and ed sheeran is different than your other two albums and so is your last one <laughs> so you know um the difference is you know when they're different they're enjoyable to listen to when they sound the same or they sound like others they're not because they get lost they get lost they get, they get you know, I don't know who I'm listening to. If I hear Ed Sheeran, I know this is Ed Sheeran. If I hear Jeremy Zucker, I have no idea who he is.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Stop passing on that man for too long. He's had it enough. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, I've, I got a few more references. Don't worry. Oh no. Okay. Um, right. well, I mean, it, it, I like the album. I thought it was great. I, I actually like the next one even better. I
0: and, Okay. I would also like to say one thing about Ed Sheeran. Ryan, I think you know where this is going. He has one of the worst albums that I've ever heard in my life.
1: Oh, I was going to bring this up, this collab album.
0: His number six collaborations project. Love that so much. It is god awful. No song is good, (laughs) and I will stand by that. Really? But that was when he was collaborating, and every single song had another artist on it, whereas Divide is all himself. So I think he is a lot better when he is himself by himself than being with others. That is not a fan of
1: South of the Border. I don't care. Nothing. No no love. No, I don't
0: care. Seems so, like it. Okay, it's I don't care is with Justin Bieber, and that is an industry churned out album or song. It sounds like Jeff was talking about. It sounds like it was made there for the industry. Uh, anti-social. I know you guys like it. I think it's a joke. It's not good. I think. I think. Okay. Yeah. And there's the Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars song. Jeff, we talked about that when it came out in 2019 during the summer. You remember that? Yeah,
2: That was kind of weird.
0: Yep, that's what I said. That's the whole album. album. But But I I like Chris Stapleton. I know you do. We talked about him
2: last week. Yeah, well, because he just put out a new album, and it's
0: phenomenal. Okay, anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because Ed Sheeran has a terrible album, and I love to bash on it.
2: But uh, This one is not bad. No, it wasn't.
0: I, I enjoyed it.
2: So we got one more to talk about, and that would be Bruno Mars' doo-wops and hooligans
1: yeah uh kind of went back to some throwback bruno um i will say that i am a big big fan of uh, 24k magic as well but i felt like this album had more of a contrast and was more dynamic than uh, 24k magic um just because um i felt like besides uh versace on the floor most of those songs on that album are kind of like the same vibe same structure yeah, um but i very do much think so. that, i do think that this album was very very underrated in my opinion uh besides grenade and just the way you are um i think there are a lot of uh, other songs that are very underrated. I remember set, this would have been seventh grade for me. My older brother, Keegan, was like, hey, you should check out this Grenade song. Um, and then I, I fell in love with it. It became my favorite song. Um, like, literally, that and DJ uh, Got Us Falling in Love Again by oh, Usher, my two song. most played songs on iTunes that year. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, a lot of Grenade uh, love there. Just The Way You Are is a classic song as well um and then i really got into the lazy song uh with the monkeys in the music video oh, that's a classic vibe. music
0: video I love that, that was one.
1: one of my classic shower songs um but some underrated songs from the album that i feel like a lot of people might not know of talking to the moon uh from twilight uh is a good one uh count on me also another quality time like from this album And I think personally, my uh, favorite underrated song would be Runaway Baby, which is a shorter one, but I do think it's a more upbeat kind of uh, kind of newer Bruno uh, sound that we hear today on the radio. Um, But yeah, overall, I think this was uh, a great album for me and uh, I really enjoyed it.
0: All right. I'll talk a little bit here. Uh, Surprisingly, Bruno only has three albums out there. 2010, 2012, and 2016. So we haven't heard a new album from him. So
2: he, we're due for him.
0: We're due, and yeah, he's got be coming up here. And, and of these three albums, they're all surprisingly really good in my ideas. Or uh, unorthodox Pox, I'll touch on a little bit. Uh, locked he's, out of he's heaven. 40,
2: he's 49th in the world with 33.5 million listeners. Yeah,
0: uh, locked out of heaven is fantastic. When I was your man, um, and then like Ryan was talking about in 24k golden, 24k magic. Um, Versace on the floor. These are the big songs on that album. That's what I like. You know, there's they're great songs and for good reason. But
1: I have to mention Uptown Funk, My Uptown Funk, did produce yeah. that song, But it yeah, was but, yeah but let's go. Let's go back
2: to the one we're supposed to be. Learning.
0: Exactly. I just wanted to br- brush it up about how Bruno Mars has actually a really good discography, and I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to Doo Wops and Hooligans, uh, they these are iconic songs for middle school from us. Uh, so, re up seventh grade is when this album came out. Grenade, it was massive, and then just the way you are, um, the lazy song. It, if you made us feel a little rebellious when he talked about some things yeah. that happened, and I, you know that was seventh grade. I was like, oh, I'm such a rebel.
1: Um, <laughs> I can doggy. I'm cool.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> marry you. I think is a great song. Uh, it still receives airtime and for good reason. Uh, Count on Me, like Ryan said, I think is amazing as well. It is a structurally good album. Uh, I think there are some weaknesses. Uh, our first time, I didn't like it as much as the other ones. Uh, the other side with B.O.B. and CeeLo Green, unfortunately, I didn't find it as good as well.
2: I think that's that's probably the weakest one for me. But yeah. this
0: album is uh really well, very well rounded. Bruno Mars is a great artist that came up, unfortunately. A little when he was a little older, he, I think he was like thirty something when this first album came out. Which is is surprising. he that old? Yeah, he was singing in Hawaii, just chilling, and just uh, just trying to perform. But Bruno Mars is fantastic, and this album t- definitely pays for it. I I come back to this album before, and I will come back again. This is an amazing album.
2: Well, this was my second favorite album of the group behind Thriller, so um, I put this one ahead of Ed Sheeran's. By the way. Okay, Bruno's 35 Um, right
0: now, so he was like 26 when that album came out.
2: So, you know, I love that the songs are less than four minutes long. I think there's one song that's over four minutes, the rest of them are less. But on average, they're about three and a half minutes a piece, which is great. It gets you involved, it gets you in and out, you're done. Um, the, The first two songs are the huge ones, obviously, you guys have talked about them, Grenade and Just the Way You Are. But he can mix a pop sound and throw in a reggae sound like he did in our first time in liquor store blues, which I really liked. And then Runaway Baby picks picks up the tempo and and throws you a curveball, like where did that come from? Um, and then count on me. I mean, that kind then it brings you right back down. So okay. also
0: the, in uh in the the song that you're talking about, liquor store blues, Damian Marley is Bob Marley's youngest son.
2: Yeah, I kind of figured Ooh. that I figured he's related somehow.
0: Yep. I just but I'd throw but it
2: I, I I do, but I, I like I like that the first four songs on this album are completely different from one, one another, so they're they're not the same. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference this back again because Zucker's album, all five of those songs are the same. This album's got different tempos, different versions, different vibes, different everything in the first four songs, and then you you mix in a couple of the reggae songs, you mix in a couple. Uh, uh, ballad you mix in a couple of uh poppy songs and and you got a really good album i mean it was very enjoyable other than you get to the last song and you know but CeeLo green is kind of a weirdo for me anyway so yeah
0: uh, so CeeLo had that one big song and then everything yeah, he's a really he great did, producer but
2: he's but. He's, a, he's a yeah he's got a weird voice and i i don't i don't like it so but it's just that's me i just don't like his voice so it wasn't i wasn't really looking forward to that song when i saw it on the docket anyway but for the most part, this was a very good album. I enjoyed this one. I'd never listened to it before, so it was fun. I like that. Is this is this like something
0: it. that you might look for on vinyl?
2: Um, I think it's just below that category. Okay, it's close. It's close. I, but you know, I, I wouldn't pass it up if somebody gave it to me for ten bucks or something. But I wouldn't go out and pay twenty five bucks for it.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's always a question with Jeff because you never know because the his collection is stupid massive. Uh, <laughs> And and you oh, get yeah, lucky he when he, he says either. he'll buy them. Wait, have you wait, seen wait, his wait, collection? Wait. There's uh, there's,
1: there's, the there's a few line. shelves of it. Wow, look at there's that. The other ones.
0: That's yeah. So down. so there is yeah. a lot of vinyl, and if if the that's if it work. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah,
0: I think that's everything we have for this episode.
2: Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's like I I Ryan, I honestly got to say that I wasn't uh, quite sure where you were coming from with these albums because um, you know with matt I get a little bit of something but you're like really focused on um I don't know you, you didn't you didn't have a whole I mean the michael jackson one kind of was out there but the other guys are are you know they're kind of uh, the same genre uh you know i i'm glad that you stepped out a little bit with Bruno Mars because i think that that will keep you more centered than the other ones uh, because Bruno will give you a lot more uh, different feels, uh, different sounds. I mean, when I, when I pick system of a down, I mean, whether it was you or somebody else, I'm sure, but I almost felt bad when I saw your list and then I gave you system of a down. (laughs) I mean, that was, I, I don't think I could have done any different of an album to throw you completely off of your, uh, your 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 rocking chair or your uh, porch swing that you're on right now with these other ones. So anyway, it was fun though. It was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Something different. I mean, the Zucker one. Yeah, you know. But now then he, again, he, I can. It's better than a flume, man. Okay. And it's better <laughs> than a Kanye. Saying, okay. So
0: yeah, exactly. I actually Ryan's gave it that.
2: So okay, so Zucker got a three. Bieber got a four. Ed's got a six, and you know, Bruno got a seven, and Michael Jackson got a nine.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's fair rating from you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised with anything else. Ed's a lot I'm, better I'm than surprised. Timmy. Yeah, it's I told you. Timmy I told you, Ryan. Emmerich. I was. I was talking to Ryan. He goes, "Oh, I'm nervous." I was like, "Well, uh, you can't do worse than uh, when Timmy, Timmy came on the podcast." He I goes, think I
2: gave Timmy four ones and a three. Oh yes. my goodness. Yeah. Was it, was, that, it was. Was that the Kanye episode? No. No, uh, no my no, Kanye
0: was. episode was that because it was my number one album of all time.
2: He's. And it got a one, luckily, because I hadn't given out a zero yet until Flume.
0: Yeah, Flume. Flume zero. got a zero. <laughs> Flume
2: got a zero. We understand. Zero.
0: That's all we have on this episode of Pause the Music. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pause the Music Podcast. Find us on TikTok and Facebook in the same place. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, just let Jeff or I know, and we'll try and set things up. Find the playlist that goes along with this episode on our Facebook and Instagram pages. I don't know if it's on our TikTok yet. I don't,
2: I don't uh, do that. I don't think we gotten that far yet.
0: No. Uh, no again. You do,
1: you do enough. I do the other stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks to Ryan for coming on. It's always been a blast. Always. Yeah, always thanks, Ryan. This, Thank you me, this is fun having
1: you guys. This is fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else to
2: add? Nah. Just, just, Ryan, try to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Okay. You're getting a little too centric there. Try some <laughs> okay. new stuff.
0: All right. Uh, I'm Matt. I am Jeff. See you guys.
2: Bye guys. Thank you.